the downstairs rooms opened onto a deep, pale stone terrace, which descended in wide, low steps to a sunken courtyard below, where the landscapers were still at work. Beyond the courtyard, and all around the house, the newly laid lawns were currently soaking up a downpour, while the short drive at the front of the manor, which connected a set of black iron gates to the pale limestone façade, was glistening in the wet between a pair of towering beech trees. Though the renovation was still some way off completion, it was already an exquisite home, made all the more so by its uninterrupted views down over the hillside to the glimmer and sweep of a lake that, today, misted by rain, was like an apparition coming and going across the valley floor. As Roxy, who was a very busy eighteen-year-old, flipped out her mobile to take a call, Lisa wandered over to the kitchen window to link Amy's arm. "'It's Granny!' Roxy told them, "'but I'll take it out in the hall. "'The reception's not very good in here.' Barely registering her departure to go and speak to their mother, Lisa and Amy continued to gaze out at the view, each quietly pursuing her own thoughts, undisturbed by the hammer and drill of work going on around them. The day was so dreary that they could see their reflections in the glass, almost as clearly as the scene beyond, and in spite of the trepidation in her heart, Lisa couldn't help noticing her own smile. "'Is it really happening?' she whispered. "'Can you pinch me, please, so I can make sure I'm not dreaming?' Amy gave her a nip, then hugged her arm. "'This is all yours,' she told her softly. "'And what's more, it's only the beginning.' As Lisa's heart caught on the thrill of it, her eyes returned to her reflection. She was tall and shapely, with mesmerising green eyes, a wide, full-lipped mouth, and a mane of ash-blonde hair that she invariably braided into a single French plait. At thirty-nine, she was, according to David, even more sensuous now than she'd been when they'd first known one another almost twenty years ago. Whether or not that was true wasn't for her to say, but she certainly hoped she had more sophistication and self-awareness than the gauche young thing she'd been back then. To think you've waited this long, Amy sighed dreamily. It has to feel worth it. I know it would to me. Though she was like Lisa in height and colouring, and many of their mannerisms were strikingly similar, she'd always lacked the aura that seemed to surround her sister. This used to be a problem when they were younger, but never was now, mainly because their lives had taken such different turns over the years. Amy's to enduring marital bliss and domesticity, Lisa's through a successful career and the kind of heartbreak she'd never want to experience again, following a turbulent relationship that she was over now, so rarely discussed. Out in the hall, Roxy was saying to her grandmother, "'No, David's not here, but apparently he's back at the weekend.' Honest to God, Granny, I can see why Lisa's gone head over heels for him. He's absolutely to die for. I mean, he might be quite a bit older than her, but you'd never know it from the way he looks and acts. He's only fifty-three, Matilda retorted. In my world, that makes him a mere youngster. She gave a sigh. To be honest, I am a bit worried about Lisa marrying an older man. It's fine while you're still young. You don't think about getting old then, but later on. 
Anyway, we mustn't look on the black side, must we? Because I'm sure she knows what she's doing. And the important thing for now is that you like David, because that's what'll mean the most to her. Absolutely no way could you not like him, Roxy insisted. And she really deserves to be happy. I mean, I know she always goes on that she doesn't mind being on her own, but it's not right, is it? Someone like her not having a man. She's so gorgeous, and all my friends think she's sex on legs. Hmm, Matilda grunted disapprovingly. I don't know about that, but I can tell you this. It's good to see the smile back on her face after all she went through with Tony. But don't tell her I said that, because we mustn't mention him, must we? So now, you just make sure you don't go causing us any scandals when you're up at Oxford, because as a politician's wife, Lisa's going to have the spotlight on her from all sides. And I know you and your shenanigans, young lady, so don't think I don't.